This is Guardy with Clear Life Combat and KHEA Radio. I'm excited. I have a guest who is Zooming in today, and I have to say, how are you doing? Happy New Year. How's it going? Doing good. What do you, what do you got going on for this year? It's, it's a brand new year. I'm sure there's going to be some new goals. Uh, how does 2022 look for you? It's, it's going to be a new chapter. I know as far as competing, I have Austin Open. That's uh, the end of January. And then after that, sort of unknown at the moment, after I settle down somewhere else. Yeah, settle down somewhere else. So where do you live right now? Where do you train right now? And I just let people know a little bit, of, I guess, about your background if they haven't had a chance to, to meet you before. I, I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. I trained at Cross Grace Houston out in Conroe. I was a cross-training team took right here in Cypress Spring area. And, uh, yeah. Was it a good year for you this year, 2021? You know, there was a lots of, of ups and downs in the world, but you stayed pretty busy. How did this year in competition look for you? It was busy. At several super fights, I did a few tournaments. I won gold at Jitsukon in the Nogi division, adult feather, and uh, all the super fights, submission only. I won a few, but a lot of draws. Belt's a tough division. Yeah, what was that like? That that switch. You know, how how old are you? Eighteen. So you're eighteen years old. You're a purple belt. You've been training for for how long now? I started August 2013, so eight years as of August. So that's eight and something. I don't feel like doing math. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. I'm not I'm not really that good at math either, but you've been traded for a while. Your purple belt, you know, moving from that that blue belt division to purple belt competing, uh, you know, in that adult, you said featherweight. Is and is that is that how big was that jump whenever you made that switch to to purple in competition as well? It wasn't that big of a jump. Like a week before I got my purple belt, I was in the expert Nogi division. I, was, I fought a brown belt. And the purple belt, the brown belt was actually Ricky Teresios, the UFC um, Invitational winner. So it, as a blue belt, I was already fighting up, especially in Nogi, because I like Nogi better. Yeah. So when I did purple belt, it's just, it's just better. It's fun. What was that like watching? I think he was on the Ultimate Fighter. You know, I'll go to some of the Fury fighting events, and you'll see him walking around, you know, coaching people, and then he's out there representing you know, for Houston uh, Jiu-Jitsu and Houston MMA, and then you had a, you know, a match with him. What was that like, I guess, knowing that you competed against him and then seeing him compete on that stage? It's pretty cool. I say I lost to the Ultimate Fighter winner <laughs> a year ago. He's yeah. a good guy. Both were Gracie Baja at one point. He stayed Gracie Baja with Professor Alex Morano. I, I stayed with Professor Jared, and we were crossing Gracie now. Yeah. We still see each other. We talk to each other. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, so this you said at the end of this month, 2022, you're going to go compete at the at the Austin Open. Is there any other plans? Are you going to uh, stuff that's already on the calendar that you're going to be traveling? It seems that you travel a lot and get to compete a lot of different places. Yeah, I, uh, the first week of January I'll be in Vegas working on something out there, and then the second week it might be I think it's Naga Austin, and then Naga Phoenix the next weekend, and then. IBJF Austin, 
And after that, it's Naga Vegas. Okay. Which is February. There's a lot of Vegas going in there. And actually, I see, you know, just following you on social media that you've been out there, you know, quite a bit working and doing a, a lot of other things. You know, do you like Vegas and getting to travel there a lot? Yeah, Vegas is my favorite. It's like a second home already. Now about to be my future home. So you're going to be of, you're going to be moving there. At first week of February, I'll be moving out there permanently. As of now, I'll be running the fight shop on stuff fight shop Las Vegas location inside the new Carlson Gracie open up Carlson Gracie Green Valley, the Garwoods, the family out there. They're opening up their own gym. I'm gonna be helping out there and running the shop. It's gonna be fun. That's awesome. How long has this been in the works? We talked about it like mid-year this year but nothing was like finalized to like last month what is it about vegas that you just you know enjoy i've been to vegas i think one time and it was a really cool experience but i don't know if i could live there at least in my age now <laughs> but you know if i was younger 18 years old i'd be like yeah let's go what is it about vegas that i guess draws you in that makes you uh say hey i'm ready to go let's go the team out there is a big team for us at Homelo, Carlos Crazy Henderson. It's it is a great team. It's great training every time we're there. It's just great vibes. I I uh, stopped competing for a while, like for a few years. And then Submission Hunter Pro, this is back in 2018, there was a dropout. And they, my dad and Eric Garcia, they bribed me to <laughs> go on stage, take the match the day of. And uh, I won that match. Ever since then, I just love Vegas like, I was, I've been to Vegas, the gym, Cross Gracie Anderson, like once or twice prior to that. And when I won, they were, when I was walking out, when I went, when I won, they're cheering me on like it's, that was my hometown. Yeah. It was pretty cool. That is awesome. What kind of bribing did it take to get you to accept that match that day? Uh, like two, 100. He, my dad said 100 for me to do it, 100 for me to win if I win. And then Eric, he gives the winners a, check if they win so it was like let's go yeah 75 maybe <laughs> that's awesome so you know one thing that i i do ask a lot of people who compete you know a lot um whenever it comes to you know making a living it seems like it's becoming more um realistic or people are doing it you know there's there's competitors out there you know that are starting to make a living is that your hope and i guess you're doing it already yeah. really yeah ever since that day i started competing more at every opportunity i have it's each time I could be, I get better and better each time because it pushes me in training to get better and better and better to perform my best each time I compete. So is there anybody that you haven't competed against that you would love to have a super fight with, like a dream super fight for you, or maybe somebody that you want to run it back again? Um, I know I had... I was supposed to fight Dylan Heath, which I was excited for that matchup. Like, there's Submission Hunter Pro. There hasn't really been a card without either one of us on it. And we're finally going to fight in Dallas. And sure, when I made that pose, I was pretty much complimenting him. And then he pulled out due to COVID. So I, I still want to fight him because I know it's going to be a good matchup. But he's a brown belt now, so I might have to wait a while. Yeah. Is it, when, especially whenever you were younger, um, with the colored belts and, and everything else, was it hard to get matches for you or were you competing against, you know, kids your own age or competing up? It seems like you were, you know, willing to take on, you know, adults and people that were even higher rank. When I was a kid, I mainly did Naga 
Naga didn't really go by belts. It's by time training. Just that not all gyms go by the same belt system. So Naga, it was easy to have matches. And I didn't really do a lot of super fights when I was younger. I was just like, I guess, scared at the time. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do much. That's when I stopped competing for a few years. Yeah. Well, it seems like there's more opportunities for some of these kids to do super fights. I went to, I think it was Fight to Win 177. They had it in in Houston, and there's, I mean, half the card was, was kids. And you see them up there just killing it. You know, the lights and, and getting used to that, that's, I don't know if um, that's something you ever really get used to. How was that, I guess, making that jump from tournaments to super fights? How long did it take you to get used to that atmosphere? And it just seems like it's an MMA match, smoke, everything. It honestly took me a while. Like, when I went out there to be on super fights, I used to have the biggest smile on my face the whole time. <laughs> I was in an armbar, I was still smiling. And it wasn't until after quarantine I had the, like, aggression that started coming out, so I was more competitive, and it honestly helped me a lot. Yeah, tapping into that that other side. Well, you seem like a kind a kind person, right? So, like, having to sw- flip the switch is not that natural, or is it now? It is now. It wasn't back then. I was just competing, like, I, how I rolled the gym. Mm-hmm. It was, like, flowing. Now it's, I'm hunting for the submission. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so I asked if there's anybody you want to run it back with. Are there any promotions that you haven't competed for that you would love to to go and compete for? Um, I was excited to do Super Fight all the way out there in Jersey for uh, the Naga Pro Show, but unfortunately that car got canceled. There wasn't uh, a lot of matches set. And then... I mainly do submission on a pro. Never done a fight to win. I've done one Thurco's grappling. I was that's still blue belt. Mm-hmm. Thurco's. I like the rules. I might do another one. Hopefully. Yeah. And then when I'm out there in Vegas, there's different promotions out there. I might get on a few of those cards. Awesome. Yeah, we'll have to be on the lookout for that uh, for sure. So if somebody wants to follow you on social media, um, how can they do that? Uh, my Instagram is DonVito03, and my Facebook is Dominic Vito Bailey. Okay, th- there's one thing that I know we have to talk about for sure, and it's I, I bought a gi from Texas Made Kimonos after seeing you wear, like, the shorts, the rash guards, and then I saw they put out a post saying, hey, we're looking to sponsor a couple people this year. My my mind went directly to you. Um, what do you think? You think you'd, you'd be a good person to sponsor, and how would you rep that? I mean, you're wearing the shirt right now. What do you think about Texas Made Komodos? I think it'd be awesome if I get sponsored by them. It'd be good. I already have plenty of the rash guards. Everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people from my, almost everybody from my gym got stuff because they saw me wearing it. And I even have people in Vegas asking if I'm going to bring Texas Made gear with me to the shop. Wow. I said, no, I don't think so. And then uh, a few other people, I... I even wore the blue rash guard in Florida. I wore the pink one in Edinburgh, which is always representing where I'm from. Yeah, even out in Vegas, that'd be awesome. It, it kind of makes sense for them to have some at the at the team shop, especially if y'all, you know, you always have the gear and if y'all continue to to work together and they officially sponsor and partner with you, it seems like it just makes sense. What's something that you think that they need, whether that's like, uh, like a, it would be like your brand, branded or like custom colors or design, what would you do if you if you could partner with them? 
I honestly, I like his designs he's already making. Yeah. I don't need a. I don't need the special designs. I'm about. To, I'm gonna get those new shorts he has pretty soon. The all black and Texas on the side. Uh, yeah, he only has good, good gear like designs and the brash cards. You have to really zoom in to see the little. I'm not even sure what to call it. I like them. Yeah, I wore mine, so I got the green one, like the army military green. That that one, that one's not my. I don't like that one. <laughs> Why that you didn't like little, the color? That's, that's, that's a little too loud for me. Yeah, well, it's, it's different. I and not just like in in, in like gear and stuff. But just like I always like, well, green's my favorite color, and I wear it all the time. And people say like, "Did you wear this shirt?" I was like, "Yeah, I did wear this shirt probably yesterday." But I have like so many shirts that just look the same, and green's like one of my favorite colors. So I saw it, I was like, "I have to get it." Um, and people were asking me like, "Where'd you get that?" Oh, that's sick, you know, with the Texas and stuff on there. But it, yeah, it's they make really good gear. So I'm hoping yeah, that y'all get to I work have, together. Yeah, I have the white, I have the red, I have the blue, I have the black, I have the gray, I have pink. But that green one is just too loud for me. <laughs> My stuff. <laughs> I feel you. Hey, who are some other people that you that you work with, or even some uh, companies that you would like to work with in the future? Hopefully. I mean, as in, right now, I'm working with the One Stop Fight Shop with the uh, Houston. They hooked me up with gear, also T-shirts. Now I'm gonna be running the shop out there in Vegas. The One Stop. It's a Team Bailey company. He, Team Bailey. It's, there's a lot out here in Houston. I'm looking to expand that out there in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. And who's somebody that you would like to work with in the in the future, whether that's any kind of brand, even like I see Adrian Giannis, you know, in, in the UFC always tagging Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I think that'd be, that'd be awesome. But is there anybody like something that you would love to work with uh, in the future? Not that I know of. Yeah. I got you. I got you. All right. So, hey, you're making the move to Vegas. Um, is there any other anything else that, that we haven't talked about that you want to that you want to mention or we need to bring up? Uh, no, that's just it. As of February, January is going to be my last month here. Start of the new year. It's uh, so I hope to see trains as many as my teammates as I can before I leave. I'm probably my last day is probably going to be that. Tuesday because I want to see my kids before I leave. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the hardest parts is leaving those kids. I've been with some of them since their first day, but it's started all over again in Vegas. Yeah. Get some new kids, build them up. I, hopefully I'll come up as often as I can to still see everybody, but all my teammates, professors, kids, family, Professor Jarrett's been giving me a hard time because he he's been telling me I he he tells me he loves me. All I say is thank you. <laughs> yeah. This is I, I love you guys. Yeah. Well, now it's gonna have a they're gonna have an excuse and everybody's gonna have more opportunity to go out there, go train and go hang out uh, and have a good time and see, you know, all the all the people that you're sewing into those those young people and and just people in general training partners out there in Las Vegas. So, man, best of luck. Happy New Year. And uh, thank you so much for making some time. I appreciate you. Thank you. Happy New Year. This is KTA Radio and Clear Life Combat. Y'all be blessed.